Hello, my name is Joe Hogan. Many of you know me as Epic Grays in various video games and social media. Welcome to episode 8 of Geekditude, a geek culture podcast that celebrates the inner geek in all of us. Today I'm very excited to be joined by Elle from Your Friend Elle. Hi. How are you doing this morning? Hi. Good, how are you? Pretty good, pretty good. I'm so glad we get to talk to you this yes, morning. Thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it. Absolutely. You're a, a very busy person. You've got all sorts of stuff <laughs> going on, so I'm very excited to talk to you about it. I try. Uh, <laughs> so let's start out by finding out a little bit about uh, you. So tell us about yourself. So I work, uh, my, my day job uh, is I work in film and television. Uh, I'm currently on a show for the CW. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say more than that. Um, and, uh, and then I have my blog, Your Friend Elle, which I started just about two, two and a half years ago. That kind of started out as a travel blog, and then I realized I didn't travel enough uh, <laughs> to fill it up. So all my geek kind of ran into it. And now it's kind of a mix between both. Um, like things like I went to Stonehenge this past summer and totally did the Pandorica speech from Doctor Who. Um, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, have to. I felt like I really had to. Um, I felt like I wasn't a Whovian if I didn't. Um, and then my uh, app, Nerd Out, so uh, which is brand new. We're about just about four months old, and it's a nerd event calendar app available on Android and Apple. So. Yes, it's a very, very cool uh, app. I actually used it on my vacation to Portland. Oh, awesome. Uh, over Thanksgiving. And so we will be talking about that a little later. Um, you mentioned you're a Whovian. Do you have any other areas of geekitude that you hold near and dear to your heart? Uh, yes. Uh, Game of Thrones, Orphan Black. Um, those are my big ones. And then I have ones that I'm kind of like, uh, like um, Marvel, Once Upon a Time. Uh, I'm a big Joss Whedon fan. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what else. Those are my big ones right now. I kind of ebb and flow on different things, but yeah, those are my big ones. Very cool. It's nice to hear another uh, fan of Orphan Black. My husband and I marathoned that over the summer when all our other shows were on hiatus, mm-hmm. and and we're just like gearing up for for April when it comes back. Uh, it's like it's like my favorite thing in the entire world. Like so, I'm so glad you're another Orphan Black fan. <laughs> I get oh, so yeah, excited when I see people. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> you like that show too? Um, I actually uh, through the app, I actually went to an event in Chicago this past uh, Thanksgiving weekend. That was an orphan black Thanksgiving, so that was a lot of fun. It sounds like a lot and of fun. I had all, all drinks um, named after the the girls. Like I had the Sarah, and there was an Allison, and a Helena, and uh, a Kasima, and it was fun. It was a lot of fun. But yeah, I'm just I'm just so um, amazed and at, in awe of what she does with all the different characters. Oh yeah. I, I for, especially with Allison, I forget it's the same actress. Well, and apparently her mother, Tatiana Maslany's mother, says. I guess in real life, Tatiana's a lot like Sarah. So whenever she sees Sarah on screen, she's like, oh, that's Tatiana. But whenever she gets another one of them, like Allison or Kasima, she kind of forgets it's her own daughter. And I was like, that's crazy. Her own mother. That's like pretty hardcore. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. Because nobody's going to know you better than her. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so do you have any areas where you feel your geekitude is low? You don't have a, a strong affinity for it, even though most people in the geek community would go, well, what's wrong with you? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm slowly getting into comics. Um, I actually mm-hmm. just ordered a bunch of Buffy comics, and I have, I'm starting to do the, the Orphan Black comics. I was actually lucky enough to meet the girl who 
wrote the first few Orphan Black comics, so I'm delving into those too. But I'm I'm gonna say I'm new at that, so I, I won't I won't pretend I'm any kind of expert. Um, mm-hmm. And then also video games. I'm I'm pitifully terrible at video games. <laughs> I think the only ones I've completed are the like the Kingdom Hearts Disney one, just because I'm such a big Disney dork. But I was like, uh-huh. I have to finish this. <laughs> um, but everything else, even I even had the Buffy game, and I I did never finish that. Sadly, I really should though. <laughs> no, I understand. I I I call myself a gamer, but I have very few games that I play, and I certainly have not passed many of them. I, I just get too distracted, and oh, what's this over here? And yeah. start up the new one. Yeah. Now, other than the the app, which we're going to be uh, talking about a little bit later, uh, are you working on any projects right now? Um, oh, the app is actually taking a lot of my time, but um, I mean, I do Geek Girl Brunch. I'm one of the officers for that for the Los Angeles chapter. It's an international organization, and it's just a way for other girls to meet each other. And you know, I've I've met girls who I met this one girl who she was like. I watched Once Upon a Time and, and Elementary, and I was like, why are you whispering about that? And she was like, because none of my friends do. And I was like, you know, like, there's like a group of girls that you could totally join to, you know, talk about that kind of stuff. And I was like, it's not like you kill people. You don't have to whisper about this. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, I think it's so wonderful to get people out there and talking about it and, and you know, because it's, like I said, it's nothing to be ashamed of. So, um, but yeah, I do that. I'm trying to think if there's anything else currently I have going on. Um, I do sometimes like produce some small projects. Like I've done a couple of music videos and I'm helping a friend of mine who's doing a short film right now, but uh, nothing too nerdy outside of that. So, well, that's very cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Um, now out of all these fandoms that you have, do you have a favorite? Is orphan black the, the favorite fandom or? Yeah, I have to say orphan black. I've been slacking on my doctor who, I, I've been, because I, I don't have BBC America, so I've been having to uh, uh, see it through friends. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I will, I will, I will step down on my my Doctor Who a little bit and uh, and put Orphan Black first. <laughs> <laughs> well, very cool. Yeah, I've heard actually a lot of people are kind of um, wavering in in Doctor Who fandom. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of people that are just kind of not not thrilled with the direction I guess it's going right now. Yeah, I think I think what they're the new season I feel like they're really trying. Last season I felt was a little it was kind of like rushed. Mm-hmm. You know, that Stephen Moffat's you know, he's doing Sherlock and Doctor Who and I'm sure he's probably you know, he's got personal stuff going on as well, I'm sure. So he's got a lot on his plate and a lot of pressure I'm sure from BBC and um but yeah, I actually heard that in, in the UK Doctor Who ratings are pretty low for what they usually are and I was like how can that be? That's like where it's from. <laughs> like they've had it for 50 plus years. You know, it's only new to like America. You know? Right. Exactly. So, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, but I, they're not going to get rid of that show anytime soon. I mean, it's such a big phenomenon phenomenon that it, it's not going to go away. No, so I, no, I not wonder at if all. there will be a seat change in Stephen Moffat's role though. It might, it might, because he is, you know, you don't want him to overextend because then the quality of everything kind of suffers. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But I do, I do love the Russell T Davies era. I, I greatly miss that. Um, so I hope, I hope, I tried to watch Russell T Davies' other show, Aliens and something. It was on Netflix, and it was more, more kids geared. I, I really missed his like witty Doctor Who um, mm-hmm. dialogue. So, but. Well, very cool. Um, 
Any guilty pleasures? Anything out there that you, you hesitantly admit to as a fandom? Uh, as a fandom. I just thought of the one reality show I watched, but it's not it's not geeky. I watched Millionaire Matchmaker. Um, oh, nice. I, just, I totally <laughs> love uh, li- watching her yell at the guys that are really stupid. Um, and, and sometimes the girls. She does get girls sometimes, too, but it's more gra- guys. Um, but uh, yeah, guilty pleasure I watch. Um, I was actually just talking about Doctor Who, and uh, not Doctor Who, uh, Game of Thrones with my family, and and my, my my mom has trouble keeping up with characters, and I was like, this is why I can't let you watch Game of Thrones. Maybe that's <laughs> kind of a guilty pleasure, because I'm, like, so addicted to it. Um, right. But yeah, that's as much as I can think of. Well, very cool. Yeah. Well, thank you for letting us dig into your life a little <laughs> bit and find out about you. Appreciate it. Of course. So we're going to move on to how we kept it geek this week. Um, I had a relatively ungeeky week. Um, my, uh, I'm a drama teacher, and my fall play is coming up this, uh, this week, so it has been a lot of that. Which I have to which say I... thank you for keeping arts in your, you know, in whatever school you're at. Um, art, arts is a big thing close to my heart, so thank you. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's a it's a fun show. It's um we're doing um Midsummer Jersey, which is basically Midsummer Dream or Midsummer Night's Dream with a Jersey Shore bent. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's hilarious <laughs> and it's funny to see all these high school uh, students walking around trying to do Jersey accents. It's it's phenomenal. <laughs> well, I'm from New York, so I was very close to Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> well, I of my accent now that I live in Los Angeles because I was I was I like I said I was just in Chicago and I said freeway and I was like damn I used to say highway. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah, my husband's from New Jersey and and he's told me that he's going to uh, be listening very very closely to the accent and I said well sweetie <laughs> you're going to be sorely disappointed if you're expecting major major uh, accent uh, job here but they're they're doing pretty pretty well for it's for the effort they count. Exactly, exactly. And um, while I have not read it yet, um, on my last episode I had uh, the comic book writer Dave Gallagher mm-hmm. on, and uh, and he was talking about his his graphic novel uh, High Moon, mm-hmm. which I guess is a werewolf western. Sounds interesting. So I've ordered that, but I have not gotten a chance to uh, read it yet. It came in the mail maybe a day or two ago, but it is it is there waiting to be. Uh, I think. I think it's going to be uh, Christmas reading yeah, <laughs> when I've got a couple weeks off. Be. I have to go get my rest of my Orphan Black set. So, um, But yeah, uh, how I kept a geek this week. Um, I did Geek Girl Brunch um, yesterday, cool. which was Star Wars themed, which was awesome. Uh, and we had some people donate some lovely stuff. So we had giveaways and little goodie bags for everybody um, and had lots of fun. Uh, I think that's a really that sounds like a really cool organization. Um, how would somebody go and and get in touch with you about that? Because I know there's a lot of you know being a teacher, I have a lot of uh, students, and the the girls do tend to be a little bit shy about expressing their their inner geek. Mm-hmm. And so, um, if somebody wanted to to join something like that, what, where would they look? Uh, we have a website called geekgirlbrunch.com, and it's an international organization. Uh, I'm part of the Los Angeles chapter, but there are chapters all across the U.S. and some of Europe, I believe. Um, I'm not sure if there's any in Canada, but that's something that will be absolutely listed on the website. And the nice thing is, if you see something that's not in your area, you can kind of request it. 
And once mm-hmm. they get enough people, they'll start up a chapter. So if you, you know, you're some place that they don't have it yet, you can, you can kind of get that going for yourself. Um, and, but yeah, it's really, it's really like an intimate, low key kind of thing. Like it's, it's not like a Comic Con where you're going to get overwhelmed. It's, we've been having maybe like 15, averaging like 15, 20 year olds there. And you just sit at a long table and you just chit chat with the people next to you. And it's, you know, low pressure and it's really nice. It's just really nice to do. So. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Anything else this week? Uh, I went to a place called The Comic Bug um, that they were having a read-it-through of Joss Whedon's Wonder Woman, which was hilarious because they had this cast there, and uh, the girl reading for Wonder Woman, I can't recall her name right now, she was dressed as Wonder Woman, um, and uh, it was it took about like maybe two hours to do the read-through, and it was hilarious. I mean, you could you could... You could tell had it was written by Joss Whedon because it just had his touch on it, you know, where right. um, there was some of the jokes and I was like, oh, that's so Whedon. Um, <laughs> but it was a lot of, lot of fun, a lot of fun. Um, I got to get a poster with the cast signing it, so um, I will be probably posting about that soon. Um, but, yeah, that, that, uh, I so wanted to go to that, and I was so glad I got there. Um, but, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I, I, he would be an incredible writer for for Wonder Woman. He's he's so good with his female characters. Yeah, like, he's so good. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not I'm not knowledgeable about why this didn't go through, but um, but yeah, I mean it was completely well done, and, and um, I've never read any of his scripts except for some of the Buffy ones, and he's so detailed in how he explains scenes. You know, he he it's like a thesaurus of description. He uses pretty nice. much. Um, so when doing the read through, they had a narrator reading like the the um, the action, and it was just like you, you could completely imagine it. It wasn't just you know like exterior house where you're like, okay, well mm-hmm. that could be anything, you know. Um, it was very detailed, which was which was awesome. Like I said, for a read through, because it kind of gives you the whole picture. So very cool. All right. Well. I think the holiday season has kind of slowed down the news a little bit, and I think most of the news is gearing up towards Star Wars in a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. but there's not much more that they can tell us, I don't think, about Star Wars. Um, are you at all excited about that? I am. Uh, I, I actually <laughs> I, I signed up for the lightsaber battle in Los Angeles. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, and I told my boss, I was like, so I've got to leave early to go to the lightsaber battle. And luckily, my boss is a huge geek, so she was like, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm doing that. I'm actually not going to see it the night it's coming out because I just couldn't get tickets. Um, so I will probably see it a couple days late, which I'm going to avoid the internet. Um, about spoilers. But, uh, yeah, I'm really excited about the lightsaber battle. <laughs> That sounds like so much fun. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Uh, not because we couldn't get tickets, because we're we're out here in Palm Springs, and um, you know, tickets are not a at a premium out here. Mm-hmm. But uh, the um, we we invited some friends to go, and they're like, "Yeah, that's great, but we can't go Friday." And we're like, "Oh, okay. Well, well, we can go Saturday. Yeah, we can't go Saturday either. How about Sunday? <laughs> like, what are you doing to me?" Yeah, yeah. No, I got offered tickets like. Friday at 3 p.m. and I was like, okay, my boss is gonna let me go early for this lightsaber battle, but not that early, um, because right, right. lightsaber battle is not till eight, ten, eight or nine o'clock. So um, at night, um, so I will, I will have to wait a couple of days, but it's okay, I can do it, I can do it. Absolutely. So absolutely. 
Um, but we did find some some kind of fun stuff this week to talk about. Um, one of them is uh, on, I guess, Behance.net. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have these what-if movie posters, and they have quite a few of them. And they're these really cool kind of old-fashioned posters with alternate casting using people from the 50s and 60s um, to do modern movies. So they have like Age of Ultron with Clark Gable and... Um. Uh, what else do they have? Gene Bruce Bennett is Daredevil. Yeah. yeah. So they're very cool. Did you and you you took a look at these. I did, and I think they're really, really awesome. Like I was like, I kind of want these as posters. Um, like they have Guardians of the Galaxy, but instead of Chris Pratt, they have Michael Jackson as like the, yeah, it's the so crazy. Captain EO kind of type of Michael Jackson. Um. But it totally fits, too. Like, it doesn't look awkward at all. Like, sometimes they, they do these things, and you're like, well, I don't know about that. But these are actually right. really awesome. Well, and you can kind of see how they picked people that probably would have been considered for the roles if they were made back in the day. Yeah. You know, Paul Newman as Iron Man or Gene Wilder as Ant-Man. They, they kind of very reminiscent of the of the style of the actors that are, are currently playing the Yeah. Yeah, the totally, so totally. Cool. I love uh, Kingsman. I really love that movie. So I love that they have Cary Grant in the lead for that. Or actually, maybe he's not. Maybe he's the Colin Firth character. Um, probably. probably the Colin Firth character. Yeah. Yeah. But oh my god, I love that movie. So I was like, ooh yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's such a good movie. I enjoyed it so much. I'm I'm sure they will uh, they will be making sequels. Yeah, I, think I heard something about a number two because they were wondering what they were going to do if they were going to bring back Colin Firth or not. Uh, spoiler. Um. Mm. But uh, yeah, I saw. I went and saw that with a friend, and I didn't really know what it was about. And um, in the first couple of minutes, I feel like you kind of you're like you either get into it or you you're like, no, I don't like this. Um, and I just totally like fell in love with it. I walked out of there and I was like, that's the best movie I've seen in years. <laughs> it's very stylized. I know a lot of people that just couldn't get behind it because they were kind of like, what am I watching? Yeah. Especially towards the end with some of the more random scenes. But if if you at all enjoy random randomness in your movies at all it's a it's a great movie yeah yeah no it was absolutely fantastic and casted perfectly um but yeah then they have the hobbit here who do they have as as gandalf i'm trying to read patrick mugen guggen there we go saying it right now uh some of these are just awesome yeah, it's very cool. It's it's going to be linked on the show notes, so anybody who is interested in ordering something like this for for the holidays, it's definitely a good time to take a look at this kind of stuff. Exactly. They have so many of them. I mean, this is just page five. Oh my god, that's just page have, five. Yeah, they have four previous sets. Wow. I I like that Kill Bill has a Spice Girls cast in <laughs> <laughs> That was one of the ones that I was kind of like, I'm not quite sure where they're going with this. Yeah, no, I mean, it's 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 definitely not a more of a serious one like the Cary Grant in you know um, Kingsman. Like that totally could have happened, but Kill Bill with right. Spice Girls would have just been that movie that you would have just seen just to be laughing at it the entire time. Um, yeah, yeah. My friends and I call those the so bad they're good movies. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's just like Spice World. I mean, I watched that recently because I was a big Spice Girls fan. I'll totally admit that. Um, and I watched that recently. I was like, this is so terrible, but so awesome because it's bad. Um, so, yeah, it's totally one of those movies. 
Yeah, it's a lot of fun. This is this is a cool site, so I will have a, a link in the show notes. Um, another thing I came across this week is there is a campaign right now to donate your old comic books to um, soldiers overseas. And I think this is a really cool cause. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that um, I'm I'm the head of the esports team at our school, and we've talked about trying to do the Operation uh, Supply Drop, uh-huh. where they um, you raise money to send kind of gaming systems over to to soldiers overseas. And so I think this is kind of a fun a fun thing to do for um, for the holidays. Yeah, absolutely. And I just worked with something similar. Uh, it's called Hitchback that we worked with uh, Comics for Kids that was donating them to the Seattle Children's Hospital. So I'm totally down with a cause like this. Um, uh, we've actually nerd out, even though it's super new, has already worked with a couple charities. And, and things like this are just so awesome that like people are doing this, you know. Um, and for a good cause, like I said, mine was for the Seattle Children's Hospital. Um, but, yeah, it's really awesome that, that they're doing this. Um, I actually hadn't heard about this until you had told me about it, so... Yeah, yeah, I think it's cool, and you'll have to give us the the link to the the charity that you worked with because we'll, oh, we'll throw that up there as well. Absolutely, awesome. but yeah, we we uh, we raised ours at uh, Kamikaze. I had a booth there, and people just came by and donated them, and I think we collected two hundred and twenty five comics. Oh wow, that's not yeah, bad. Yeah, and like I said, they're going to go to the kids, and you know, just kind of keep the kids, you know, you know the mind off things and, you know, keep their imaginations working. And so I was very happy to partner with them. Yeah. Well, when they're stuck in, in the hospital for, for that long or for long extended periods of time, they, they got to find new and interesting ways to keep them, keep them going yeah. because part of the battles is the, you know, the morale. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I, I was, like I said, I was very happy that uh, they reached out to me. Um, and my, my friends are at the Whovian complex, which is a doctor who cosplay group. And they asked me to, to uh, host it at my booth, so I was, I was absolutely thrilled to be a part of that. So, well, very cool. Yeah, we'll definitely add that link too, so so that we can can get the word out. Because I'm all about, especially around the holidays, you know, mm-hmm. anything that we can do to to help out, I think is is awesome. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, this last one, I don't know you. I I don't think I realized that you worked for the CW, so you may have to forego this bit of news information. Well, but, I'm not uh, on this show. I'll tell you that much. So I'm okay. <laughs> um, do you watch the the Flash and the Arrow? I I've been slow on the uptake with those. Like I said, I've just been super busy, but I do know about them. So I'm I'm in the universe somewhat. Well, the big thing coming up in January is they're going to do a, a second spinoff of this these series called Legends of Tomorrow, for anybody who hasn't heard of it so far. And it sounds epic, and everybody's very excited about it, but apparently it's just too friggin' expensive. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. Um, <laughs> uh, it's yeah, a lot of money in visual effects, I'm sure, and there's it, it, it's kind of like a Justice League kind of thing with a big cast, if, if I recall correctly yeah yeah it's a huge cast it's something like i don't know eight characters yeah and um and so they have all these these cast members but at the same time um you know they've so they've got to pay the they've got to pay all these different actors but then as you said the 
the visual effects are going to be crazy. And so while there's a lot of hype and it's supposed to be very successful because the other, it's spinning off of two very successful series, mm-hmm. um, they don't know that they can do a second season because it's just too expensive. Yeah, I'm sure it will depend on how well the ratings are received because I'm sure if the ratings are really good, they're going to keep going with it. Because um, I, forget, I forget what it's called, but pretty much you always operate your first season at a loss because you're paying for all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But then eventually it comes back, you know, through advertising or if your show goes into reruns or whatever. Because by the time you're in reruns, it's pretty much just making money for, you know, the studio. That's why they still rerun, you know, things like Friends because they're popular and it's just they're not putting out any money to create those shows anymore. So it's just, you know, free income for them. So I'm sure if the show does well enough in season one, I'm sure we'll get to season two because it will, well, you know, balance itself out eventually. Yeah, well, we will have to we will have to lead the hype train so that yeah. they can do it because it looks like it's a lot of fun. And every time they've added a new character, because they're introducing a lot of the characters in the TV series now, mm-hmm. and so um, they're all phenomenal. You know, they've done a really good job casting, and and who doesn't like superhero battles on television? Exactly, I mean, exactly. <laughs> I have to say my favorite Gotham though, just because it's so quirky. Um, but yeah, no, they've done a really great job, and CW is is really like getting into the game with this. You know, like they're they, they used to be just kind of like the you know Vampire Diaries and Supernatural, which I used to really like Supernatural, and I like Vampire Diaries to an extent. But it used to be kind of just like the soapy kind of you know drama. But now they're really getting into the superhero game, which I'm really excited about. So. Yeah, and 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 they are doing a really great job with it. So hopefully we'll all keep our fingers crossed and we'll get some some multiple seasons of this show and it'll be fun and we'll all be able to enjoy it. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I'm crossing them right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's move on to the real reason we're all here. You have a very cool app out that we need to let everybody know about. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, so it's called Nerd Out. It's uh, available on Android and Apple. It's a mobile nerd event calendar. So what I mean by nerd events is everything from Comic-Con all the way to things like, like I said, Geek Girl Brunch or Mm -hmm. cosplay events or, you know, a screening of Indiana Jones or uh, we've actually added some fun ones recently that are like films in concert. Like I went to one that was E.T. and that they had like the live orchestra playing the music while the movie was playing so, I mean, there's tons of different stuff, or, like, geeks who drink pub nights. Um, and currently we have, I think it's 19 locations on the app. And uh, we're only four months old, so we'll be adding more locations. It's just kind of by a demand thing. If people, a bunch of people say, hey, I really want, you know, Tallahassee or whatever, we're going to look there. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah. Um, and, we, like I said, we've been working with charities. Um we have a social media wall you can use on the app to connect with others. A lot of people have been talking about things like Doctor Who on there. Uh, somebody the other day was talking about Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, so it really has a big span on there. So And then uh, we've actually been doing something called uh, Hashtag 12 Nerds of Xmas, which we've been doing giveaways. <laughs> uh, and today's, I believe, is a Once Upon a Time poster, um, if I recall correctly. And that's just kind of to give back to the people that have been supporting us and and uh, we've had a really great response. Like I said, we're only four months old, and I was just so thrilled to see people. And like, like I said, last night I was at the Comic Bug, and they had my car, my business cards for the app up there. And I, 
I was so touched. I like almost cried. Um, I was like, oh, that's so great that people are actually like embracing this. Um, but yeah, I just, my, my goal is like to unite nerds. You know, I, I moved out here from, from New York. I'm now in California and didn't really have any like geeky friends out here, you know, and had trouble meeting people. And I didn't really get into the nerd world until I started my blog year friend L and found out there was this whole community. Um, and, uh, and I really only got invited to events because I had the blog and I was like, well, what if there was somebody like me? you know, seven years ago, moving out from somewhere and doesn't know people or doesn't know how to get in touch with other people that, you know, have similar interests. So that's, you know, a good reason why I built this app is because I just felt like, you know, way to bring people together. So. Well, that's, that's awesome because, I mean, the whole reason why I kind of started my, my blog and, and this podcast was, again, to, to create geek communities and safe places for people to feel like they can be a geek. And I think it's awesome that you've provided this service for people to kind of look for people like them in, in their hometowns. Yeah. And, and it's, um, it's, it's interesting how, um, how quickly it's taken off because, well, I mean, I don't know if it feels quickly for you <laughs> because I'm sure there's a lot of work on your side. Yeah, but there, I, there I was think about really five cool. months of planning <laughs> <laughs> that nobody saw. Cause I kept a secret. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, and thank you very much. I mean, I know you were a supporter from the beginning and I, I do greatly appreciate it, but yeah, like I said, I just wanted to create something to, you know, bring people together. And, and like I said, you know, I was, I was the newbie in town at one point and, um, I've had people, you know, like yourself that have been like, Hey, I, you know, I used it while on vacation or I used it and I, I like, you know, I'm now hanging out with this new friend she's totally into Orphan Black or whatever. And it's just been so awesome, the the positive response we've been getting. So we're only going to keep on going. So, (laughs) well, like I said, when I when I was in uh, in Portland for Thanksgiving, my husband and I just kind of decided we were just going to get away for for the week Mm -hmm. and um, and just kind of get out of town. And, uh, you know, they had a a free-to-play game night at uh, Ground Control, which is an old classic arcade up there. Yeah. And so $5, you go in, and everything's free, and you get your drink and play pinball, and it, it was a lot of fun. And, and I definitely awesome. saw – I don't know that I saw that specific event, but I did see um, other events that were at Ground Control, yeah. and I was like, well, let's check this out and see what's going on while we're there. Oh, that's so awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I get I get so excited when people tell me they're using the app. I'm like, yay! Um, I think I will always be excited. I just think it's so fantastic. Because I never, I never envisioned myself making an app. Um, I actually, one of my good friends, her husband um, makes apps for a living. Uh, he makes an app called Tune Goggles. And he had just talked to me about it, you know, like kind of just in passing. And then back in April, right after WonderCon... Uh, I think it was about the week after WonderCon. I was just kind of like in my car driving home, and I was just thinking, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I a lot of the events um, I was going to were, like, nerd-related, and I was calling my friend, the one that her husband makes apps, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm having trouble keeping track of these, and she, she goes, oh, it must be hard being popular, and I was like, no, 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 that's not, I'm not <laughs> planning to be, like, look at me. I'm like, I'm like no, I'm really literally, because, you know, they'd be a little bit on Twitter, they'd be a little bit on Facebook, there'd be like a little bit on Tumblr. It, even during Comic Con, there was like a Doctor Who and Orphan Black party back to back, hosted by BBC. 
And I couldn't even find the link and people were telling me about it. And I actually had like searched through Tumblr to find the information. Like I couldn't even, I tried Google and I kept coming up with like old pictures from like years ago from Doctor Who. Oh, wow. Um, and I'm like, why is this information not readily available? You know, this is something, it's a public event. It's at Comic-Con. Like, wh- why Why is this so hard to find? So, um, so, yeah, that's why I built the app is just so, you know, like I said, new people can get involved. Or if you're, you're you know, been a nerd for a while and you just need a way to find new events or need to keep track of the events you already have, you know. I know people like, oh, I always forget when Comic-Con is or I always forget when this is, you know. It's there for you. You can build a schedule and, you know, you can favorite things. So it builds it into your own schedule. Um, and, you, you know, it's right at your fingertips, right on your phone. So and uh, but, yeah, I just something that I wanted to really do. And like I said, I started back in April and then we had a uh, release the app in August. So um, now you this is is this fully crowdfunded? You went through Indiegogo? Uh, I didn't crowdfund as much I want I wanted to originally build the app from scratch because I mm-hmm. there's actually a lot more I, I won't say what I want to do but there's a lot more I want to build into the app but because I didn't raise all the money I needed I still wanted to build something I was like mm-hmm. this is this is something that I for whatever reason I know I have to do um and when I get like that I just have to do it <laughs> um and uh I was like all right I'm gonna figure out another way to do it so I luckily found a company called Shoutem that has uh nicely been very supportive of helping me build the app and it's like a web-based portal that I build it through um and been really great about it and um so I I some of the, the money that I did raise is going towards the app but it wasn't enough to cover everything so I've been been doing it in my own pocket a little bit um but we also have advertising, which is counterbalancing a little, a little bit and we've had some really great advertisers so um, I'm only hoping that will grow. And like I said, as the app grows, you know, in cities and things like that, eventually we will do a version two of the app, which will include more. But I'm not going to not going to say what that is yet. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it close to the chest. Keeping it close to the chest. So, yeah. But uh, but yeah, it, there's only going to be more from there. And, and like I said, you know, more for the nerd community to connect with. So I'm very excited about what's to come. And like I said, we're only four months in and, you know, can only imagine a year from now. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of the nerd community, is there anything that uh, those of us who use the app, uh, the app, or or are um, you know advertising the app, you know, to get the word out there, is there anything we can do? Do you have um, any other like a, a PayPal donation or or a GoFundMe or some sort of um, place that people can contribute to? Or no, but that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, right now, oh, I just my my main goal is just getting people to download it. You know, and more people are used it, the more word gets out. You know, and um and that works for me because you know the more people that use it, then you know it, the more it spreads and more people meet each other. You know, and um and um so that's that's my main goal right now. And and uh, if there is anybody listening that has any nerdy companies, we do have advertisement, but um. But yeah, my main goal is just to get people uh, downloading it right now. So, very cool, very cool. Um, is there anything you can? I know you're 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 keeping you know your future plans kind of on the down low. But is there any anything you can tell us about uh, something you would like to see? No, no, or no expectations that or promises that it's going to come out that way. Just something that you're you're um, 
interested in seeing or think would be fun to have as part of the features? Um, we do have the social media wall on there, but I would like to build it more kind of like a Twitter, Instagram kind of thing where you can connect mm-hmm. more easily. Cause right now, um, you can post and, and people can respond to you, but it's not exactly as easy as Twitter or, or Instagram to connect with. So I'm working with the people right now to do that. So being that those things are already out, I feel safe saying that. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, like I said, mostly my main goal is to actually get more content on the app and then also, um, you know, help the nerd community connect more. And eventually I would like something like where you can be like, okay, like, you know, you put up, you know, I have this podcast. Hey guys, does anybody else have any? And you can connect with other people and, you know, kind of just like where people can share, you know, what their things are. So I think one of the best things about the app is that it is connecting people. Mm-hmm. And especially since, you know, our, our community does have the, the reputation of being a little bit socially awkward. It's not always easy for us to, to reach out to other people yeah. and, and connect. I think, I think that's, you know, the biggest plus of this is it gives us a place to go where we know that it's going to be our people doing our things. Yeah. And and really makes us feel like we've got a place to go. Oh, so so that. thank you very much for for providing that for people. Yeah, I, no, I, I of think course. That's phenomenal. Thank you. Yeah, no, I and and it's and I've had people, you know, once you're kind of in that community, like I said, I found out there was a nerd community in Los Angeles. It you're you're kind of into it, but if you're like I said, if you're new to town or whatever like that, and you don't have like a friend that's going to bring you into that. This is a way to get involved, you know, and, and you can do it on a small scale, like going to brunch, or you can do it on big, big scale and go to Comic-Con, and you kind of mm-hmm. get to pick that, you know, like I said, you know, the event you went to at, at Ground Control, a little more low-key than a, you know, a Comic-Con, you know, and right. I have some people, I had somebody at, at Geek Girl Brunch said she, you know, she um, gets crowd anxiety, so she can't do things like Comic-Con, um, so I like that we kind of provide everything and you get to kind of pick and choose you know don't you don't have to go to the big cons you can kind of go to a smaller thing a more intimate thing or you know uh, we have things like you know like i said trivia pub nights that you can go with some friends of yours and you know just kind of have a nice nice chill night and you know so i I like that we have kind of a bit of everything because i think a lot of people when i first mentioned it they were like oh well you're just talking about the cons you know, and I was like, no, no, this is going to be kind of encompass everything, you know, so. Well, that's honestly kind of the more, most fun thing about it is because, you know, the cons you tend to, to know mm-hmm. because they're big enough that, you know, you know when your city's having them because they're, you know, they're advertising. They've got stuff in the comic store that you frequent or, or you know, online. But uh, it's the smaller things and the little you know, tucked in venues that nobody necessarily knows about unless you're looking for them. Yeah, so. exactly, exactly. And yeah. I, I've even found places like around me. There's a comic book store down the street from me that I was like, I didn't even know it was there. Um, <laughs> and because they had actually an event with my my friend, um, my friend Maytel, uh, she's the one that owns Emmett Comics, which is a new comic book company. Um, and all the comic books are female lead. Um, and actually, like oh, nine okay. out of the ten of their writers, not not on purpose. But nine out of ten, their writers are female as well, and um, and she had an event there, and I was like, I looked at because I was adding it to the app, and I was like, that's down the street from where I live. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, there's even stuff that you know, like I said, unless you are in the know, no, like you don't, 
you know, and, and like I said, this is for everybody. Even if you're an expert nerd, it can help you keep track of, you know, your stuff. Or if you're you're new and you want to find out about stuff, you can you can find it on there. So, and I've had people who are like, we don't have listen listings for their city, but they'll they'll mention on the wall, be like, hey, is there any other geeks in you know this city? And and you know, people are helping each other out, which is really wonderful to see. Well, that's awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, L. Oh, of course. Really appreciate that. Um, moving on, are there any people that you'd like to thank? Any shout-outs like you'd like to give out to to people listening? Uh, Let them know you're thinking I'd about them. I'd love to thank. Um, I had two two amazing helpers with me at Kamikaze, and one is my friend Amber. She owns the Am Gatsby um, uh, like Etsy store that you can actually find find on the app. Um, and then the Hoovian Complex, which are good friends of mine. Um, and uh, like I said, they have a Doctor Who cosplay group. And they were actually just on the Nerdist Doctor Who. Um, I forget what it's called. It was like a recap um, video last night. So check out that. And oh, then, very cool. Uh, my friend, the Fairy Tale Traveler. So she's a big nerd and she travels and she posts things like Game of Thrones filming locations that she gets to go to. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. She's she's like oh my god. She I love reading her blog. Um, I I wish I could be more like her. I wish my blog was as awesome as hers sometimes. <laughs> I'm like such a big admirer, admirer of her, and she's a good friend. She's a lovely lady too. Um, and she's a big fan of Nerd Out as well. So we're uh, much love going around. But uh, yeah, those are my shout outs. <laughs> Very cool. Um, I mentioned him earlier today, but I'd like to give a shout out to David Gallagher, who uh, was on the show last week, who this week has been really awesome about promoting the podcast and and getting our name out there because we're we're a little baby podcast. We're we're brand new. So um, well, I'll make you know, sure any, to do the same. Well, I appreciate <laughs> that. I appreciate that quite a bit. Um, anything coming up for you this week? Anything you're working on? Uh, let me think. I have a Doctor Who party I'm going to with the Whovian Complex. <laughs> nice. I know. I was very excited. And I was like, yes. And then she told me oh, there's fish, fish fingers and custard there. And I was like, yes. I was like, this is a <laughs> real Doctor Who party now. Um, ah, what else am I doing? Uh, I will be doing lots of work on the app over the Christmas and maybe adding a new city. We will see. Oh, very cool. Um, hmm, what else am I doing? Uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Yeah. All right. Um, this week I'm I'm gonna get through this show. You know, long it's Hell Week, so that'll be the the week of of pushing through and getting through the show. Well, I wish um, you the best of luck. I'm sure it's gonna be amazing. Well, thank you very much. And then next week we're going to have uh, Ryan Allgood from uh, I Remembered It Better podcast and we're going to geek out about star wars before the movie comes out and see if there's anything we need to know um going in because you know i think a lot of us have just seen the six movies and that's it Mm -hmm. and uh, he's going to fill us in on any of the stuff that we need to know that we may not have caught up with you know i know there's a lot of canon tv shows a lot of them are geared towards children Mm -hmm. and he has uh he has a daughter that he has turned into a star wars geek so well and there's up on all have you read any of the books as well i haven't read any of the books uh for a colleague of mine just gave me his um the four comics that are supposed to connect return of the jedi to uh, the Force Awakens, mm-hmm. and so I'm going to be reading those this week in preparation for next week. But you know, my my experience is is six movies, and that's about it. Yeah, 
My friend wrote the Princess Leia novel that just came out. I forget what it's called. I can't believe I forgot. Um, I'm going to look it up. Um, her name's Cecil. She's awesome. Uh, Moving Target. Sorry, there we go. They also have a um, Han Solo one and I think mm-hmm. a Luke Skywalker book. They're kind of like young adult novels. But um, if I remember correctly, it happens between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Um, well, that's really cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it I, says middle school grade novel. So, um, so yeah, it, I haven't kicked through it yet, though. I'm sorry, Cecil. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Um, but, um, but yeah, I have it. I have it. So <laughs> I'll get there. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people complained. They were like, oh, Disney's got Star Wars and they're going to make it all corporate. But you know what? They've been doing a lot of really cool stuff. I don't know that we have much room to complain yet. <laughs> know that they're going to get their butts kicked if they don't treat it with the same respect that people have since the beginning you know if they kind of just and I think they knew that going into Marvel too because they had already shot Avengers before Disney bought them Mm -hmm. so I think Marvel Disney probably looked at him like okay well we have to like fully embrace this thing and I think that's why we're getting things like Agent Carter and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and things like that, because Disney realized, all right, we got to kind of go in this full, fully, you can't just kind of have these it, because the fans won't appreciate that, you know? So I think that's the same concept that applies to them with Star Wars, so. Definitely, yeah. Why why buy this new property if you're just going to run it into the ground when, when it's worth so much, not just money-wise, but, you know, yeah. nostalgia-wise and and publicity wise and I mean all anybody's been talking about in geek media for the last two yeah. or three weeks and they, and they chose with, so. an awesome director I mean, I don't know if it was Disney particularly that chose JJ but um, I've never personally worked with JJ but I have friends who work with JJ and say he's really nice guy and I you know I, I've always liked his other work I liked alias and I liked um, I liked uh, the new Star Trek and so I, I I'm happy with their choice for that so i have a feeling it's gonna be good sometimes i'm a little worried about the director picks but i'm not worried about him so well i've noticed a lot of the director picks that a lot of these movies are coming up with Mm -hmm. they're getting they're getting fans to direct the shows Mm -hmm. um i'm a big i'm a big warcraft player and i know that for the warcraft movie that's coming out next year um duncan jones is a big fan and a lot of his cast members are big fans yeah and so it's it's nice because you know that those people are going to try and take care of the property because it, it means something to them other than a paycheck. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and uh, a friend of mine had mentioned JJ is kind of like the new Steven Spielberg, and I think mm-hmm. he he doesn't let that go to his head. It's more for him. It, it's more like he's such a fan of all this that he wants to take care of it, like you said, and and. Mm-hmm. It's more than just a paycheck. I mean, the, the guy has done lost. I mean, like, like he needs it, you know. Um, right. <laughs> um, so I think he's just doing it for the fun of it, and you know that he gets to be part of something that's so ingrained in our society, you know. So yeah, definitely. It's kind of an honor more than I think a money for him. So absolutely. All right, let's close this out. All the music in this episode is by Ben Sound and is being used under a Creative Commons license. You can find more music by Ben Sound at bensound.com. You can currently find us at geektitude.com. If you would like to contact me, you can send me an email at joehogan at geektitude.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter at geektitude or me personally at epicgrays. 
Elle, how can we find you? Uh, well, for my blog, you can find me at yourfriendelle.com, and that's E-L-L-E. Um, and I'm also the same under my Twitter and my Instagram, I think. Um, and then for NerdOut, it's nerdout.com, which will link you to how to download the app as well. And we're on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and we are actually starting a YouTube. There you go. There's an exclusive. Um, yeah, that'll probably happen in the new year. Um, and it's going to be, I believe about nerd travel, which will help everybody out. Um, it'll link into the app because, uh, I know a lot of people travel for their cons and whatnot, not, and be fun stuff. So, but yeah, uh, nerdoutapp.com and then like Twitter, it's nerdoutapp, Instagram, nerdoutapp, and then, uh, same for our Facebook. So, and like I said, we're doing the hashtag 12 nerds of Christmas. Xmas, sorry, Xmas. Um, doing tons of giveaways, so check out that. We're gonna have a Star Wars one soon, so, um, so yeah, check those out. <laughs> awesome, awesome, very cool. Yes, that we'll be looking forward to the the YouTube uh, tra- travel stuff. Um, my husband's a big traveler. I'm a little bit of a homebody, <laughs> and so we've we've found that the best way to to make us both happy is that he can have his day of driving out into the boonies and looking at nature, mm-hmm. as long as I get a, a day or two to do something very geeky or nerdy in whatever location we're at. So that's that's very exciting. Totally we will we will make use of that. Understand that. that. That's that's <laughs> like when I was in London and uh, I did the Sherlock Holmes kind of. I gave myself a Sherlock Holmes tour, so it was like historically, but like nerdy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I understand completely. Perfect. Thank you so much, Elle, for being here today. We really appreciate it. Oh, well, I greatly appreciate you guys being such so supportive and and uh, loved being on it, your podcast today. Cool. And for all of those listening out there, please remember this week, keep it geek.